Welcome to Handful. Today is Wednesday, February 3rd, and I'm your host, Valerie. Today, we're talking about water privatization and why we think it's not the best solution for water delivery problems in the majority world. To help us understand this issue, we're going to take a look at its impact on two cities in Southeast Asia. Two years ago, BBC News named Jakarta, Indonesia as the fastest sinking city in the world. The reason for this? Excessive groundwater extraction. Initially, in 1945, water in Jakarta, Indonesia was controlled by the state. However, Jakarta's government failed to provide water for 75% of the city's population. In 1995, President Suharto ordered citywide water privatization thanks to the advice of the World Bank. The World Bank believed that privatization could solve the country's issues. That same year, Suharto appointed two foreign water companies to take over water management in Jakarta. About 10 years after privatization, tap water managed by the two companies only covers 35% of Jakarta's water demand. Based on the Jakarta's case, it's clear that privatization wasn't as effective as expected. A report published by the Business and Human Rights Resource Center broke down the reasons for the failure into four categories. First, most private contracts do not invest in extensions to unconnected households. Second, investment and connection to poor households requires public finance and or guarantee from the government in most contracts. Third, most private companies rely on the same sources as those in the public sector. And fourth, most investors don't invest in places that need water investment the most. So, if both the public and private sectors are incompetent in fulfilling the demands for water, who can guarantee clean water access for all? Let's take a look at the case of another capital city in a Southeast Asian country, Phnom Penh, Cambodia. The Phnom Penh Water Supply Authority or PPWSA, is an example of a successful government-owned water supply company. In 1993, Phnom Penh was in a similar situation as Jakarta. However, in 2004 and 2006, the company received awards for bringing safe drinking water to millions of people. A study from Water Policy Journal suggested that PPWSA success came from the combination of public sector activism and community-level oversight. So what does this mean? Let's do a step-by-step -step breakdown of these big ideas. Let's first look at the public sector activism. To combat corruption in the organization, PPWSA General Director Exxon Chan made a program to educate, motivate, and discipline his staff and the public. He followed five main action steps. First, he restructured the organization. Second, Chan made sure PPWSA had higher revenue generation by eliminating water resellers and monitoring the water pipes. Next, he did a customer survey to check the actual number of water connections available. Fourth, Chan educated the public about the importance of paying water bills. And finally, the company increased its water tariff. By 2009, the company covered about 95% of the whole Phnom Penh municipality. Now, let's talk about community-level oversight. In 1999, poor communities in Phnom Penh were struggling to gain access to clean water. 
Because of this, people in these communities had to rely on water resellers that sell water for 8 to 10 times the actual price. In order to eliminate these water resellers, PPWSA developed a two-tiered community planning approach. First, the company will work with local community leaders to develop creative subsidy programs. And second, the company aims to control water resellers by providing water directly to these communities. From the case of PPWSA, we learned that it is possible for a nearly bankrupt state water company to dramatically improve its water services within a decade. Several key takeaways from this case study are the importance of resilient leadership, active community engagement, and educational campaigns. Although Indonesia and other countries are still pushing towards water deprivatization, they can still learn from PPWSA's success story as they prepare for the next steps ahead. And that's the end of today's Handful. Handful is a production of Novel Hand, where activism meets impact. Check back on Friday for the next episode.